The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and I want to thank you all for listening with us today. I'm very glad that you have joined us. As usual, we've got a wonderful guest and a very interesting topic, so I know that you will be inspired, that you'll get some new thoughts about the recovery process, about spirituality, and um, some opening up some mind and heart there to support you on your spirituality and recovery walk. Thank you so much for liking us on Facebook. It's always great to get new likes. We have a Spirit of Recovery page there and uh, post about uh, what are, what's upcoming on our shows. And so thank you for liking us and thanks for posting on there. And I want to thank you also for emailing me and letting me know what's happening for you in your recovery and spirituality journey. And also for letting me know that what we're doing here on Spirit of Recovery is making a real positive difference for you and that's just great i love to know that uh, the guests that i bring are touching your heart and um, they're great people the guests um, that i bring always are people that either are in recovery themselves or people who work with or write for recovering people or people who are speech teaching spiritual truths that are very helpful to people in recovery and the topics that uh We bring every week our topics that are important to the recovery community. And uh, we're always bringing you practical information that you can use 70 in his hometown of Dallas, Texas. And uh, once Fred got going uh, with his studies in truth, he really knew that he had found the teachings and principles that brought him a real sense of aliveness and a sense of being engaged in life. And so after Fred had a successful career in advertising, he sold that business and did attend Unity Ministerial School, again graduating in 1993. And he has served uh, several ministries across the United States in Kansas City and Idaho and Ohio and also uh, in Puerto Rico. Fred took a sabbatical for ministry in 2003, and he is now on what he calls the greatest adventure of his life, and that is <laughs> co-parenting his daughter, Lily, and I'm sure he's going to tell us about that. And uh, he has a, a wonderful uh, saying here that he says, that he, we think that we teach our children, but in reality, they are our greatest teachers. And uh, so in addition to co-parenting Lily, Fred is semi-retired, and he is a tour operator, and he takes groups to Puerto Rico and to the U.S. Virgin Islands. Our topic today is constructive thoughts, constructive actions equal productive living. Uh, Fred is a student of the work of the neuropsychiatrist Dr. Abraham Lowe. And uh, this work that Dr. Lowe developed was in the 1930s, and it is known as actually the very first cognitive behavioral training, or CBT, system. And uh, CBT is a big deal right now, and it has been probably, I don't know, I'm guessing for the last 20 years, in uh, recovery treatment, the the idea of uh, conditioning your mind to think in a more positive manner and uh, to change your thoughts, change your life is a really big part of uh, 
most many, I won't if it's most, but many, many uh, addiction treatment programs. And it was actually started uh, way back in the 30s by Dr. Abraham Lowe, and I know Fred's going to be telling us some more about that. But the basic idea is that when we live in peace with other people and uh, have self-confidence in ourselves, that that takes a lot of courage to do that, and it takes focus and it takes practice. Uh, for us to learn not to give in to the anger and the fear, but to live in a positive attitude and to take constructive actions. Uh, Fred's also going to be telling us uh, today about the uh, organization or, that has grown out of Dr. Lowe's work, and it's called Recovery International, and that carries on his work today through a peer-to-peer self-help approach. And you can learn more about this at www.low, as in Dr. Lowe's last name, L-O-W, selfhelpsystems.org. So that's lowselfhelpsystems.org. So my guest, Reverend Fred Wright, Unity Minister and student of, the, of Dr. Lowe's Cognitive Behavioral Training System. So Fred, welcome to Spirit of Recovery. Well, thank you. Thank you, Anna. I'm here and. Cleveland, Ohio, the home of rock and roll. That's right. So we, yeah, it's it's. Um, uh, I've been here since uh, 1998, and I love this area. And um, this is where I was introduced to uh, Recovery International, or, or often called Recovery Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was uh, I was introduced to it. Um, by a friend who'd gone a long time, who was a therapist and, and attended and so on. And I went for a while and said, no, this isn't for me. But when I rediscovered it about 10 years later, it, it, the, the work came at a time that um, uh, we were at a, 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 a lot of things going on and work and, and my daughter and her mom and so on. And, and I realized that it was my behavior, that it was my getting temper and anger and so on, that that's where I suffered the most. And I found this recovery meeting walking distance from my house in this small suburb that I live in, and that was about two and a half years ago. And the principles are, um, you know, I never really, until I read what you said about it, about this the early model of cognitive, I didn't really put the two and two together, but... It's um, the the work itself, I guess, or, or is uh, practicing is what is often called in the meetings, and the work is done in meetings, similar to twelve step meetings, but you know, different in the format. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, um, it, it's built around what they they is discussed as as tools, and let me share one of the tools for. Just kind of managing your behavior and managing your life. And in fact, the name of the book, which is a transcript of Dr. Lowe's lectures, uh, are meetings, actually like the meetings that people have now that he led with patients uh, from 1953 1954. And the, the title of that book is Manage Your Fears, Manage Your Anger. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the, um, uh, one of the tools that... Um, um, that people use, or I, I should say I, I use a lot. It may sound kind of crazy, but lower your standards. <laughs> All right. Um, Tell us about that. Yeah, lower your standards because, and also in re- recovery, I guess you would say it's principal people, which maybe we all are to some degree, but I never thought of myself as a nervous person. Mm-hmm. But that's really the work he did with people he identified as nervous people, and and um, uh, nervous people have temper, and nervous people, you know, feel like they're uh, they're exceptional. So you have to kind of lower your standards, lower your standards for your behavior, lower your standards for other people's behavior. Um, another tool is every act of of um, uh, self-restraint leads to self-confidence, or at least to self-respect, which leads to self-confidence. So it's a real behavior-based program. In fact, 
uh, in some of the readings you say you can't think your way out of things. You have to act your way out. Mm-hmm. Another tool is move your muscles. And in a meeting, I might describe, in fact, they have a, a, a format for, um, uh, for meetings. And um, I'll briefly just tell you a, a little bit about it. It's, um, uh, it's four steps. One is report a single situation or event that occurred, an everyday thing that, you know, that happened that triggered temper or symptoms, as they say. And number two, report the symptoms as you experience them, physical, mental, for instance, angry or fearful thoughts, confusion. In many cases, people have palpitations, palpitations. You know, disturbing impulses, tightness of chest, lowered feelings, sweaty palms. And then report, after that, report your spotting of this fearful, angry temper and what recovery international tools did you use to help yourself. And the big part of the uh, program, too, which is difficult for many people, I think, is is to endorse yourself, you know, uh, endorse yourself for for using the tools, endorse yourself for noticing that you needed to use the tools. And then um, the last question is before I began recovery training, and that's what Dr. Lowe always called it. He called it training, not therapy. Uh, he called it training. And, um, and you know, before you were in training, you, you know, that question is usually asked and how people would respond, you know, before I was in training. You know, I might have thrown a, a dish across the room or <laughs> mm-hmm. things that, that, you know, are impulsive. Um, and then the leader, which they groups have leaders and, and they're semi-trained, I guess you might say. Some, you know, have uh, more than others, but there is a leader that runs a meeting. They're there every week or they mostly. And... um and then people respond, and they respond to, if, if I may have said something, you know, I, situation, I said, well, you know, in the midst of that, I remembered to, that every act of self-control leads to self-respect, you know, and that just didn't say anything that pushed my button or, um, and, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, anytime we can stop like that, you know, it gives a uh, a spot for spirit to come in, for God to work, for us to think of ourselves as more than that upset in that moment. And so you, you ha- kind of use the tools, and the tools, I guess, are the behavioral part that that um, uh, this uh, falls under. And um, so then people would respond, but when they respond in the meetings, they respond in the third person. And they don't actually address the person. They would probably address, you know, the, the leader or, you know, them, someone else in the group. But just say, you know, what I noticed was when uh, Fred realized he was getting upset that he stopped and took a breath and remembered that, you know, that every act of self-restraint, self-control, you know, leads to self-confidence, self-respect, which can lead to more self-confidence. So that's kind of a, a meeting format. And once one, someone, after you've told your situation and gone through that, there's no, uh, you can't come back in and say anymore. You know, you don't come back and say, oh, thanks, Sally, for saying that, you know. But but you you understand, you, you know the power of talking in the third person sometimes, I'm sure, Anna. Mm-hmm, for sure. In, in dressing people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that um, that's how a meeting works. And, you know, I, um, like like anything, the, the more you practice it, uh, uh, the more you're able to use it on the spot. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about what, uh, how this has impacted your daily life. I know uh, you said that you you got prompted to start uh, going to these meetings because you recognized that there was tension when you would go to pick up your daughter. Right. Or yes, yeah. The the drop off. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Well, in general, as. Recovery talks about um, 
uh, you know, the energy levels and, and that when there's an outburst or an angry flare of temper or, you know, and they also talk about fearful temper, you know, temper that goes around, you know, feeling discouraged or worried or hopeless, you know, uh, those are kind of fall into the fearful temper area. But anyway, when they're acting out, you know, I, when I drive away, whether my daughter's with me or not, you know, whether I've dropped her off or picked her up, you know, and I drive away, I'm suffering, um, you know, from, you know, the, uh, you know, the principle of, you know, give, <laughs> you know, the golden rule to, to practice that. Well, that's, this is the opposite of it. So you get the effects and, so I just noticed that, you know, these upsets, and, and they were around typically, and this is a recovery term that's used a lot, too, is that typically around trivialities. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that that are, are, are trivial and, you know, the specific ones between uh, my former wife and I, you know, are they're, they're not as important as to know that, when now that I can drive away from there, I have energy rather than lo- losing energy. You know, I'm more present for the, uh, you know, the next thing in my life or being with my daughter in the car, you know, finding out a little bit about her life, you know, the last <laughs> day or two. And so, um, you know, that's what prompted and it. And it came, you know, like I was thinking of the similarities between addiction and and some of the things that you know uh, people um, uh, work with and struggle with and in, in recovery Inc hold on um, to that thought it's time for a break sure. and we want to hear this um, about how those, those things are similar and different my guest is uh, Fred Wright he's a unity minister he's a student of neuropsychiatrist dr. Abraham Lowe's work in recovery Inc and we're talking about constructive thoughts and constructive action equal productive living stay with us we'll be right back on spirit of recovery When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity Online Radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity Online Radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit Unity Online Radio and click on Mobile Listening. Are you tired of life slamming the door in your face? Did you get another rejection letter, pink slip, foreclosure notice, or go on yet another bad date? Does it seem like the older you get, the more hopeless life seems? Are you ready to stop taking no as your final answer? Then join us for Design Your Life, a talk show by Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach, Go into the locker room for one full hour with the championship coach every week and start designing your winning playbook that will make the rest of your life the best of your life. That's Design Your Life with Kevin Cottrell Ross, the coach's coach, Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. For listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, 
Call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and I'm just delighted to be able to share these ideas with you about spirituality and recovery. My walk is an active path of uh, the recovery principles and unity principles, and that keeps richly transforming my life. So, so glad to be able to share this with you. Our topic today is constructive thoughts, constructive actions, equal productive living, and my guest is Reverend Fred Wright, and Fred is sharing with us about Recovery, Inc., which is uh, based on the work of Dr. Abraham Lowe, and it was actually the first cognitive behavioral training which uh, back in the 1930s, which really focuses on uh, people being aware of themselves uh, on the physical level, on the psychological and emotional level, and uh, cultivating constructive thoughts and constructive actions that really do lead to productive living. Before I get back to my conversation with Fred Wright, I'd like to invite you to join me in a brief moment of meditation, the Serenity Minute, an opportunity to relax, to open up to a constructive idea, and to open up to the presence of your higher power to be aware of that. So I invite you to take a breath, to allow yourself to relax from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and the tips of your fingers And allow your mind to open and your heart to open. And share with me this constructive idea. I act with self-respect and my confidence grows. I choose my thoughts. I choose my actions. I act with self-respect and my confidence grows. Now we take a moment in the quiet. friends for joining me in the Serenity Minute and I trust that that was an opportunity for you to take a brief moment to relax, to let go and let that a constructive power, your higher power, um, speak to you. And now I'm back to my conversation with my guest Fred Wright and we're talking about constructive thoughts and constructive actions equal productive living. So, Fred, before the break, um, you were going to share with us about how um, Recovery Incorporated um, approaches and and how there might be some similarities and maybe some differences um, with the concept of addiction and addiction recovery. So, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Well, you know, the first meetings I went to, I because I had logged a few hours at twelve step meetings, I you know. I, I naturally compared the two and, you know, what the things, you know, and just shared earlier, the format's very different, but the, the, um, uh, the goal really is the same in, in serenity, peace. And, um, so, and often, and I, I'm, my case was that too, as I'd mentioned earlier, I, I ended up in the meeting because in a certain way I'd hit bottom, you know, it's just, man, you know, I was dreading any time that I needed to, um, uh, to interact with, um, my daughter's mother. And so, you know, I'd, and it, so I would, that's one thing that's a similarity that you often will find in 12 step recovery. You know, some people won't, reach out for help and find this until they have hit bottom in a way I, I had, you know, I needed to make a change and, um, and the, the other thing that 
I think that are similar between the two is that though it's not as as defined and talked about as much as you know is having the confidentiality and to to speak um, you know about you know how you you know what happens as they say a specific incident they really uh, emphasize that you talk about a specific incident and not not generalize and and so on so um, um, but having the goal of, of the same as really is, is peace and finding ways to uh, to manage your life that um, uh, to to manage the book says manage the fears manage the anger um, and the tools that that are used or are written about and that, are, uh, in fact, they, they're not actually, Dr. Lowe didn't write out, you know, lower your standards, but that was put into a, a format um, uh, or, or specific words from his teachings. And, um, and again, it, it was really the patients he worked with, and, and by the way, the his colleagues of the day, you know, did not accept his way of doing things. And it was the model that, you know, was, I guess the early behavioral model was, was not well accepted within the medical community, the psychiatric community, but he persisted ahead and that it was, he worked with nervous patients, what they, he called nervous patients. And he believed that, um, uh, you know, people were being, uh, treated uh, by the medical community or treated in mental hospitals that were really just nervous, and if they could find some ways to manage that, that they they could live a, a, a fun, more productive life. In fact, one of the tools is humor is our best friend, anger is our worst enemy. And um, and you know when you can think of those things in particular situations you're going through in your life. Um, and practice them right there on the spot. It just makes such a difference. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the, that was one of the things that attracted me to unity uh, early on. Um, I think I, I told you before that the church that you were at in Dallas was my first church with Donald Curtis. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he he spoke a lot about and you know, you got to go into action. You know, these are the principles, but you, you know, you have to practice them for them to, to make a difference in your life and the lives of those that you, you know, you live with and work with and, and play with. So, um, um, I, I think, you know, this finding the, um, uh, the practice of recovery ink principles was, you know, it was a, a small epiphany, you might say, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Sure. Tell, tell me some more about that, because I know, obviously, um, you're a unity minister. You've studied that for many years and uh, obviously taught it for many years and been a very effective minister. And also, as you said, you logged a lot of hours in 12-step meetings. Well, I'm a believer that everybody is doing what works, you know, for them and that different things strike us in different ways. What is it that struck you about the tools in Recovery Inc. that that was that epiphany that somehow added to or or opened something up again based on you have many years of uh, working uh, with self awareness and and working with your behavior and thoughts? What was different about this for you? Well, I think a, a couple of things. Um, you know, the first the first one that came to mind, of course, is that when I practiced them, I had peace. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't dread the drop-off or I didn't, you know, I didn't snap at my daughter because, you know, she did something I didn't think she should do. And, you know, that's another principle of, um, of recovery, too, is the uh, about being average, not exceptional, but being average. You know, average people get angry at their daughter sometimes, you know, and not being a perfectionist. That's another thing that, that happens around, I noticed, you know, in myself, and uh, I think Dr. Lowe noticed in, in nervous people is that the perfectionism contributed to being nervous. 
And he actually, and I don't know much about this part of it here, but he actually said there that people had compromised nervous systems. Hmm. And I don't know exactly what that meant and, and so on, but some more than others. I mean, we all know people that, that you know, are just really kind of just real nervous people, and they have a tough time in, you know, small situations and managing their temper. Um, but, you know, the tools, I think the tools work just like it says in 12-step. They, they, it works if you work them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you really do practice them, uh, even after, you know, another tool is, you know, you can't practice 100%. 12 step, you know, we're looking for, we're looking for progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. So those are some similar things, but, uh, as the topic of the program today is, you know, to, you know, the more self-respect, more self-confidence we have, the, the, <laughs> I guess you might say the closer we can be to God, the, you know, the easier it is to be peaceful and, and, um, uh, so that was a, a, a you know a big part of that kept me going. You know, it's only been a couple two and a half years, and uh, but I saw that it worked. You know, things helped, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, and that I um, um, my energy levels were better. Um, mm-hmm. That you know, we're either things are either. You know, expanding our energy or contracting it, and um, so I. Um, uh, and as far as it, it, with unity, I think like in the old saying, you know, the hand in the glove. It's just like the principles that we've learned, and and when we practice them in unity, it, thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. Is you know, is is the same thing that being practiced in, in recovery is that, you know, you, um, and I remember hearing in meetings sometimes that your best thinking got you where you are today. <laughs> you know? Right, the 12 step, so, a 12 thing that's said in 12 steps sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. your best thinking got you where today. And so, you know, and the 12 step program is, is surrendering to a higher power. And, the you know, the, I think, program like Recovery Inc., you know, helps you to do that, to help you to surrender to. Um, but it's it's real behavioral-based, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, as um, one of the tools that is said to be self-led, not symptom-led, you know, and and the symptoms are, are often, you know, around angry temper, feel, fearful temper, uh, sabotaging things, you know, we... It says that we ignore or choose not to practice what we've learned in Recovery Inc. And then we don't do what's best for our mental health. And that's that's another tool talking about this. They say that when someone would share something and people saw that, you know, they were used the tools or they really practice or, they, you know, that making your mental health a business. That's often spoken about, making your mental health a business. What does that mean? And well, that you're taking it seriously to 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 practice the principles that you, as you would, you know, you don't show up like for work in a business. So you got you show up for um, the things that you need to do, and and taking it seriously is what I really thought about it the first time. Is that you're making your mental health a priority and taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. And and one of the ways that that uh, is mentioned a lot is what they call spotting, identifying, spotting, and you know, uh, a disturbing feeling or sensation, a thought, impulse um, that you previously haven't seen, and applying the tools. Mm-hmm. And um, it may not be, you know, you may be thinking about something that happened last week or yesterday or it's going to happen tomorrow and, and being able to, to, um, um, another tool is, you know, a fear is a, be- fear is a belief and beliefs can be changed. 
Mm-hmm. So just knowing the, you know, the having the, uh, the tools at hand. And, uh, and another thing they talk about is move your muscles. Hmm. You know, that you're in a situation and, and often I've just, you know, just go out and take a walk and get a, get a different perspective. And, um, you know, I, I, I think you would agree with this that, you know, most our, our life is so much about relations and relationships and, Mm-hmm. That these tools are about having a better relationship with yourself and and the people around you, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, having a calmness and a peace um, that allows you to to be productive and allows you to be to have uh, constructive um, relationships and and um, Constructive, doing constructive things with your health and, you know, the wholeness that we are. Um, and um, so that that kind of says where, you know, where I think the, they all intersect here, Recovery Inc. and 12-step uh, recovery programs and unity that, you know, the one goal is peace. Right. Boy, that makes a lot of sense. And it sounds like from what you're saying that um, there's a lot of uh, real proactive support in those meetings uh, that does support you making those constructive choices and the choices for. I love that what you said about for the self, not for your symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, be self-led, not symptom-led. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and another tool is, you know, return of the symptoms is not a return of the illness. And mm. you have to remember a lot of these came from, you know, people who uh, under certain circumstances might have been treated in a an inpatient facility. Mm-hmm. Um, so he developed a lot of this around working with with, I don't know if you'd say highly nervous patients, but, you know, people who had trouble managing their day-to-day life because of their nervous conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, uh, the meetings are su- supportive in a way that I guess is a little bit different than 12-step recovery meetings and the fact that um, uh, people do respond to what you said and they support you by saying they, they see how you you use the tools to help yourself and and that that right reflection. hang on to that it's time for our break and we'll be right back and we'll talk some more about how in these recovery ink meetings that people do uh give that very proactive reflection stay with us my guest is fred wright unity minister and student of dr abraham lowe's um, work in recovery inc and our topic is constructive thoughts constructive actions equal productive living we'll be right back on spirit of recovery we are all on the journey together making sense of this life finding our spirituality, growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? 
Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better, he's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. You're listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with your host, Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. And now, here's Anna. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm very glad that you have joined us today. My guest is Reverend Fred Wright. Fred is a unity minister and also a student of Dr. Abraham Lowe's work through Recovery, Inc., and you can learn more about that at www.lowselfhelpsystems.org, and that's L-O-W, selfhelpsystems.org, and um, you can find out more about that. So uh, Fred's telling us about this program, which actually was very early cognitive behavioral uh, training uh, in the 1930s and has gone on uh, since then, but uh, Dr. Lowe was certainly a pioneer and understanding um, some important things about peer help and about uh, how we can manage our own thoughts and behaviors. So, Fred, you were telling us that uh, in the Recovery, Inc. meetings that people are more give more proactive uh, feedback and support and so forth than they might in like in a 12-step meeting. So how does that uh, benefit when you get that direct support? Well, I think that, and, and as I said, it's it's done in the third person. So, you know, it's not directly spoken to the individual. But, you know, to get feedback and, and positive regard, positive support. And, and you know, often I, when I've had feedback, you know, I say, oh, I didn't even think about that. But, yeah, I, I, I did pretty good there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and we, we know when we can celebrate and celebrate ourselves, you know, we just have a, 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 a better uh, outcome in our in our daily activities in our life. Um, right, it's so like that I positive mirroring. One way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, some people that come to meetings, that may be the only place they ever get any kind of positive support. You know that, um, but it I I it helps you um, or it helps me to to see that you know I am progressing. I am doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, if people were curious about um, themselves, about checking this out, and I gave them the lowselfhelpsystems.org website, are there other places that they could look, or, or if they were curious about going to a meeting or checking this out, how would they go well, about that? I think that? that that would be the, yeah, I think that would be the first place to look is on, on their website. I, I'm pretty sure they have meetings listed by states and cities on there um and i would be surprised if any you know metropolitan area and and maybe some small areas too that there's not a meeting somewhere you know Mm -hmm. so there's there's about a dozen meetings around the cleveland area every week in different parts of the city so it's um uh, they have a good they have a good support system uh, for keeping meetings going, and and since they do use leaders that are committed to be there every week. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, you asked earlier about spirituality and how. Yeah. How, how did you say it? Well, how does that fit into this? Because um, this is very behavioral based. It sounds like it's like you're not meditating. It's not, you know, it's not sort of an inner. Uh, journey in a, in a sense that some things might be, um, but yet a couple of times you've mentioned that it helps you be more spiritual. So tell us about that. How how is this how is this connected or not connected to spirituality for you for you personally? 
for me, well, when I think often I hear, you know, spirituality, what I, I think of that spiritual practice or spiritual principles are to, uh, to aid one, you know, to aid the individual to, for me to, to know more of who I am as a, as a child of God, to know more who I am as a, as my wholeness that, that I'm, you know, as, as the Buddhists say, I have a mind, but I'm not my mind. And so these behavioral things help manage, you know, your, your behavior and, and your thinking, you know, becomes clearer, I believe. Mm -hmm. And that, so when I think spirituality, you know, how is what I'm doing help me to know more of myself as, as who I truly am, that I'm not just my, um, my thoughts, I'm, I'm, I'm more than that, that, that I am connected to a higher power, that, that it works in and through me. And so as I gained more peace, I was able to, uh, to, you know, to know myself more, I guess you might say. Um, and, um, I, you know, I think most of Jesus' teachings, if not all of them, were were really in a in a way um, uh, not behavioral based, but they required that you know you do something and that you know you have to, uh, as as Paul wrote in, um, and I believe it was or not Paul um, uh, James, I think, but anyway, you know, faith without works is dead, mm-hmm. and you know you have to. Um, uh, to go into action and in the particular recovery tools and so on, some of the going into action sometimes is, is just, um, realizing, you know, this is trivial. I don't need to get upset about this. This is trivial, you know? And I think that, um, having that kind of conversation with yourself and allow yourself to uh, to know more of uh, who you are, and you're not just the upset in the moment because of something that happened. And you know, the grocery store on the freeway, or or at my mother-in-law's, or or something like that. That the more we have those moments, the more we're connected to God. The more we're connected to that God part of us. I always love what Eric Butterworth used to say. You know, God isn't is not in us like a button in a bottle, but more like a wave in an ocean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, to, to be able to feel that and sense that because you're, you didn't act out in some way. You handled something with culture. You replaced an insecure thought with a secure thought. And one of the things that I loved about recovery is that, and again, connects to spirituality is that uh, they talk about any decision will steady us. Any decision will steady you. Hmm. And, you know, I, I think I remember would, you know, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those, they all, if the goal is peace, they all fit together again, I say. <laughs> right. Um, And, right, it's you know, like that I'm, timeless wisdom. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yes. Well, I, you know, we talk a lot about consciousness, and and I believe that consciousness, and and I think I learned this from Terry Cole Whitaker and listening to some of her stuff, but it just makes sense to me that consciousness is knowledge and action. Mm-hmm. That's what builds consciousness. That's what develops our consciousness to be. Um. Um. And, and, you know, we're here to be, we're here to be an incarnation of love. And, you know, if we're, if we're fearful and angry, it's pretty hard to do. Right. Um, and so I, um, you know, I, I think like what used to be on the, the sign out in front of Unity Village, you know, that it was Unity School of Practical Christianity. Mm-hmm. And that, um, 
that unity is practical, these tools are practical, Jesus was very practical, and that, um, you know, that we, we, can, we can act our way into a better place in our life and not just, not just think about it and not just pray about it, but really, you know, moving our feet, um, as the old uh, the song goes. Um, but I always get that idea that any decision will steady us. So just make a decision, you know, even a decision to, I'm just not going to say anything right now, you know, wait three days. That's something I try to do sometimes. It's just wait three days, you know. Right. And before it, it took Jesus three days, you know. <laughs> so, That's a good but it, you know, your mind, you know, your mind for you to to grow a new thought, to grow an, a new perspective, it might take three days to transform, you know, that upset into into a, 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 a another small epiphany. Um, That's right. Is there anything so, uh, different that, as, as a minister, that you uh, teach differently now uh, in terms of these unity principles now that you're uh, working the Recovery Inc. program? Is there anything that's different for you in terms of what you teach people about spirituality? Well, I guess oh, in, a, in a broad view of it, it would be this, what I've been saying is that, you know, you've got to go into action. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, um, you know, if we're, we're talking about forgiveness, if we're working on, on, uh, forgiving, you know, a situation or, or ourselves and, and so on that, you know, you, you've got to go into action and, and do something and, and, you know, whether it's writing or talking to someone or, or so on. So that would be the, how I would perhaps bring the two together there is that that's a big part of it, that behavior, you know, um, that what classes I had in cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, I, I remember one thing it said that, um, uh, when someone's have lower feelings or depression or so on that, you know, you have to, you have to reverse it that, and you know, when you're feeling good, you're, you go into action, you're motivated and go into action, but you have to move your muscles and go into action to get motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, people need to remember that, that, you know, getting out and moving and, and, um, um, Putting themselves in in places where they're around people and and uh, having some energy and you know churches or meetings or or anything and, and that um, it helps it helps you to know yourself and to know God more. I think that I that's a big part of where I'm at right now in my in my journey and and my teaching. Fred, I want to thank you so much for being my guest. We're at the close of our program now. Yeah, I'm really glad that uh, glad to have you on. Glad for what you shared with us, and uh, thank you so much for the work that you're doing uh, as a minister, as a tour guide to these very interesting places, (laughs) and as a parent. And uh, letting your daughter be your teacher and sharing that with us and uh, the work that you do in ministry and with uh, on yourself with Recovery Inc. So I really appreciate you being with me today, and thank you for sharing so much and so generously of yourself. Well, you're you're very welcome, very welcome. And and Lily's becoming a teenager, so I, I have a lot more lessons to learn. <laughs> I bet you'll have to let us know what happens next. So I want to thank all of my listeners here with us on Spirit of Recovery and glad you're with us today. Have a blessed week, and we'll be back next week on Spirit of Recovery. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down-to-earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery.
This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters-spiritworks.org. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on a Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Repeat the words. God is taking care of it, and it will become clear that you are the channel and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. The base of all life is the infinite wellspring of source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Rev. Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. What is it you really want in life, no matter what you've been through? 
you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.